Welcome to InsureTalk, the podcast where we don't just talk about innovative ideas in PNC insurance. We talk with industry trailblazers about the big ideas they made happen and how they did it. This podcast is brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. Visit guidewire.com for more information. And now, let's make it happen. Welcome to InsureTalk. My name is Laura Drabic and I'm the Chief Evangelist at Guidewire. In this episode, I have the privilege of interviewing Jeremy Jawish, Chief Executive Officer at Shift Technologies. Jeremy is not only the CEO of Shift, he's also the co-founder of the company, which specializes in AI-powered fraud detection. I had the privilege of meeting Jeremy as part of our Guidewire partner evaluation process, and I was impressed with his knowledge of the industry and also with the Shift fraud detection solution, Force. I specifically selected Jeremy for today's podcast because of his knowledge of artificial intelligence and its potential to simplify claims processing. Hello, Jeremy. Bonjour. Thank you for joining my podcast today. Hi, Laura. Nice to be here with you and thanks for having me. Artificial intelligence is the development of computer systems able to perform tasks that normally require human intelligence. A couple of everyday use cases I can think of include speech recognition, digital assistance, self-parking, and driving cars. Jeremy, you started your career at a leading multinational insurance carrier doing mathematical modeling for fraud detection. What was the impetus for creating a solution and company that leveraged AI, and how do you employ AI in your solution? The first job I got with my co-founder was, like you were saying, working in an insurance company. And we got lucky that uh, we ended up very quickly in a special investigation unit. And there, working with experts, we realized that in the industry, there are uh, amazing experts that have been detecting fraud for several years, knows really all the, the business knowledge. And we realized that with all what is existing in terms of artificial intelligence out there, uh, we, would really, we could really help them scaling their job. And we created our company company on the idea that we wanted to create a software service solution where we can help them by taking all of their knowledge, their expertise, and have a machine that would learn on that and then give them outputs of algorithms that takes their knowledge and apply it on a huge number of data. So you would see it as you put all the data you can you can get from carrier's data, external data, what's online, and then you would take their knowledge and get outputs that are coming from if this person would have been able to look at all the data at once, at every single data that is connected to this claim or to the network that his claim has in it, what would be the outcome, what we would have received. So the way we employ AI in our solution is we really take a machine that learns on the behavior of an expert, and then we'll look at simple data, but also complex data like invoices, pictures, documents, external data, online data, weather data, maps data, and really behave the same way a human would have behaved looking at these data and say, oh, this looks suspicious. Or when I connect this invoice and this circumstances and this description, uh, something is not adding up. Or when I look at 20 claims that are connected because of phone numbers or because of address or because of connectivity between parties, we should look at it. And this is the reason why. And the hard part about applying AI to insurance is 
that if you take a generic AI and you don't give it the knowledge and expertise of insurance, you won't have the right outcomes. So being able to detect it and say, you should look at it because of that, this is the really difficult part and why we need AI to be efficient on this part. I love your statement where you said, we got lucky and we landed in the SIU department. Um, I'm sure SIU units around the world are applauding you for that. I also like how you describe your solution as taking the SIU units, the humans, tribal knowledge, and then gelling that into a framework or into those algorithms. And I can see a number of benefits, including improved scale, as well as accuracy of detection of fraud. What other benefits are there for leveraging AI in fraud detection? What we've seen with the several years working with carriers is that what's important is being able to detect what's suspicious and being able to give an outcome to a handler saying you should look at it because of that. But the more we were training our algorithm, the more the, the handlers and adjuster trusted our algorithm, the more on simple claims that you could really accelerate. For instance, on simple travel claims, simple physical damage claims in auto or simple property claims. In order to accelerate it, they would look did the machine said it was suspicious or did the machine seen anything that is not normal? And if, it were, if it's green, they just fast track it. And so we've seen that in really small, simple claims, uh, our customers are really using more and more our platform in order not just to detect fraud, but really select the ones that you can really accelerate and not spend a lot of time on it. And also not ask too much question to the consumer. And so we really accelerated the time between first notice of loss and settlement, thanks to the fact that these claims are not suspicious, or we know that there won't be severity, or we know that there's nothing to question. I really like your angle there about improving the customer experience by reducing the number of questions that you ask them. So AI has evolved to include machine learning and deep learning. Can you explain to our audience the difference between the two? Yeah, I think the easiest way to explain the difference would be to see how we apply it and what, how we use it in our platform. So machine learning algorithms, we mostly use them to learn on looking at how handlers behave after looking at these alerts. Should we put more of these alerts into the pipe or should we put less? Or when this type of information is there, is it more suspicious or less suspicious? So it's really about learning on previous behaviors of users in front of alerts and also is it more or less suspicious or is it easier to prove as a fraud or not deep learning algorithm we really use it in understanding really complex data like uh, understanding really long claims description understanding documents looking at pictures and does the picture match the circumstances that the picture has a damage that is matching what the consumer is describing so at the end you need both to have the best quality of detection in terms of types of fraud detect and accuracy, but combining them with learning on previous and understanding very complex data with deep learning gives us the best outcome. So AI can streamline different phases of the claim life cycle, as you know, by automating those manual redundant activities. For example, intake. Vehicle sensors can trigger first notice of loss and from there AI can automate claim triaging activity routing, and scheduling of repair services. So automation improves cycle time service and claim costs. What other areas of the claim life cycle are ripe for disruption with AI? It's pretty interesting how insurance is being more and more targeted by very talented AI teams. And it's one of these verticals where a lot of scientists realize that there's so much data and there's so much thing we can figure out that a lot of have been invested in. So we've seen a lot of teams now really spending time on understanding more automatically parts of the claim, like having an accurate estimates for some 
some claims, having a better anticipation preventions, for instance. A lot of carriers we work with are spending a lot of time on, can we predict that a claim is going to happen? And can we call our customers and tell them before the claim happens, you should check this. You should be sure that, I don't know, you've done a diagnosis on your water pipes, uh, your electricity needs to be checked. And so they're really trying to be ahead of the claim because at the end, if you're able to have an expert saying, if I would you, I would check something in your house or check something in your car or do some better maintenance, everybody wins. The consumer would win because a claim is not the best thing that could happen to them and carriers win because they have less claims to pay. Before we continue, listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe to InsureTalk on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. It helps others learn about and discover the show. Now, this is Laura Drabeck, and let's get back to our conversation. I'm talking with the Chief Executive Officer at Shift Technologies, and we are talking about the impact of AI on claims processing. Jeremy, biases find their way into AI because of bad data, which contains implicit racial, gender, or ideological biases used to train the AI. Bias in AI can lead to poor decisions, it can erode trust between humans and machines that learn. How do we eliminate AI bias? This is something that is very important in the AI community and in insurance fraud detection, it's even more important. We're very transparent at Shift and we give real answers, not politically correct answers. So it's a real, real problem, especially because we think it's important to have non-bias in AI and there is bias in fraud detection AI because some teams would automatically think that, oh, because the person is from this nationality, there's more likely this person will fraud. Oh, because this gender with this type of car would fraud more than this gender with the same type of car. This is how some people think. And this can introduce a bias in your algorithm because your algorithm would learn how human behave in front of data. And it's a big, important topic. And when we receive data from carriers, we remove nationalities, we remove location of birth, we remove gender. However, we took the liberty to do some tests in geographies where it's allowed to do it in Asia, in some Asian geographies. And the good news is that ethnicity, gender, age is not a relevant feature in your algorithms. However, in some geographies, in some teams, they introduce this bias because they think it's a relevant feature. And we are doing a lot of control and checks to be sure that our algorithms don't get biased by that. It is estimated there will be 30 billion IoT devices by the end of 2020. And the global market value of that is projected to reach 7.1 trillion, that's with a T, dollars by the end of this year. So a common use case for sensors that our carriers employ is the home to detect water leaks. Combined with AI, alerts can proactively be sent to the homeowner in order to mitigate loss. What are some of the other impactful areas that IoT combined with AI could positively impact our industry? Other than the usual connected cars that everybody think about, we on top of that have a lot of expectation from smart alarms, for instance, any surveillance, smart surveillance tools in homes for tentative of death, for fires. We think that there is a big opportunity for insurers to do, like we said, prevention or to react in real time or to also detect fraud while using these surveillance alarms 
homes, smart alarms, smart connectors in homes. What critical advice would you share with carriers exploring the usage of AI in their claims department? What do they need to consider and prepare for before implementing an AI strategy? What the mistakes we're seeing in the insurance market is when carriers say, I want to do AI because it's cool, because it opens a lot of doors and try to find problems to apply AI. Because usually you ended up by trying to find the simplest way to apply things that are cool and looks nice, but in reality doesn't produce a lot of results. So it's more take problems, ask yourself the right questions and formulate the best way the problem and then see if this problem can be answered by AI. And it's maybe sounds like a small trick or something not very important, but I can tell you it really changed the way you apply AI on some problems. And the hardest part we've seeing is understanding and realize that taking generic global algorithm that can apply to anything and just applying it to a huge set of data without thinking about what makes sense in terms of insurance is something that usually fails. So it's very important to realize that whatever problem you take in insurance, you ask yourself how to tackle this problem, then is AI a solution? If it's AI a solution, how can I make it more insurance specific? And this is the part that is not easy. Every time we went up with other companies saying, oh, we want to try to apply AI we do on e-commerce fraud detection to insurance fraud detection. And they realized that there's a huge gap and a lot of effort and energy to be sure that they manage to match AI with insurance expertise. Start with the business problem and then work backwards. And in fact, that's great advice for carriers to consider when they're looking at any InsureTech solution. Just a reminder, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe to InsureTalk on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get back to our conversation with the CEO, of Shift Technologies, Jeremy Jolish. Jeremy, what will claims processing look like five years from now when AI becomes more ubiquitous? It's something I spend my weekend thinking about <laughs> because I'm passionate about it. And I really like comparison. And an example I can give you is looking at claims that would look alike in other industries. So lately I test something, which is I took a ride share before the crisis and I realized that the driver took the wrong path and by the way, changed the location and changed the course and ended up charging me more. So I reported the claim in the app and it's amazing because automatically what Justin about and I said like claim driver changed the course. And so it automatically looked at what was the initial location. It automatically computed the difference of the route between the first address and the second and how much longer was the second was the difference of payments and automatically refounded me with the difference. And it was just a click. It did the whole screening. It looked at a lot of external data. It looked at the history of my rides and automatically paid. I think insurance would be the same. Even without asking it, sensors and IoT will detect it, automatically send a signal to the insurance who will automatically take care of it and even send someone to repair it in real time. And why not think also about having everything taken care of even if you're not here and you come back home and everything is repaired before you even know it got broken. I really love that idea. So if I were on vacation and my house got broken into, how wonderful would that be to come back to a home and not even notice that there was a loss? That's really insightful. How has AI helped carriers maintain or improve claims handling in the wake of COVID-19? 
we were with carriers on the front line COVID-19 and we really seen other the fact that of course uh, claims dropped significantly within a big way in, in geographies that got impacted by COVID but the behavior we've seen is that because of COVID a big crisis hit financially these geographies and we've seen a very quick new trend of fraud that are because of COVID in geographies that are getting out of COVID we've seen a big big increase in numbers of fires for instance from small businesses we've seen a lot of claims that are death claims from stocks, from any assets they have. We're also seeing in auto body shops and workshops really uh, being very aggressive on fake claims, fake invoices. And so we really needed to react very fast because it's things that are being done across the board, being very uh, creative, being very adaptive to the fact that the crisis hit very hard all the businesses. And we couldn't react as fast as we're doing right now if we didn't have this AI platform. Jeremy, could you share one of those interesting fraud use cases with us? When you look at different geographies we're in, and when you look at the fact that the lockdown and the crisis is, they're all getting out of it, not at the same cadence, not the same time, but at least we're seeing the same type of exit. And you can see that a few weeks after everyone is getting out of the lockdown, small businesses go back to operating. And the typical example is where a small business goes back like a restaurant and the restaurants realize that even getting out of the lockdown, uh, customers are hesitant going to restaurants the first weeks. So these restaurants realize that it's going to be a very tough year. And one of the things that they would see for the ones that are really aggressive on fraud would be to set fire to the kitchen. And we've seen a big increase in numbers where they would set the fire to the kitchen because there was a lot of food stocks that they would not be able to sell, that they realized that uh, customers are going back uh, very hesitantly to restaurants and that the easiest way and the best way to to get benefit of this crisis and the fact that they have a big stock that could not be sold is setting this on fire. And the time is quite tricky because you get a lot of fires and also some of them are not fraud. A lot of them are some people going back to the restaurant and saw that accidentally it went on fire because nobody was there for more than a month or two. So being able to separate the real ones than the suspicious ones is something that you really need accurate algorithms that can look at a lot of data in real time in order to give answers because there's a big peak in claims going out of lockdowns and you need to really in real time be able to very quickly assess which one you really want to dig in and the ones that these guys had real claims and they need uh, real assistance and help. Jeremy, thank you very much for your time today and for your incredible insight into the positive impact AI will have on claims processing. You've showed us it's not just about ideas, it's about making ideas happen. Thanks a lot, Laura. I really enjoyed this podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. Visit guidewire.com for more information.